He swears that Big Brother's gonna save you no matter what. And that is the premise of the very, very hyped and very popular anime, Demon Slayer, this week on Shonen and Suds. How you doing, bud? Like you had to like go to hell to pull that one out, Chris. <laughs> I did. I had to. I had to. I, had to, I did the old triple. I don't know if you can hear me playing the bottle over here. I'm recording a symphony for you on this side. But nothing, huh? Nothing. I couldn't hear any of that. <laughs> nothing. Lame. I'm over here just performing a symphony with this beer bottle. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I wow. You gave it your best shot, Chris. I think it's. I did. If you had this new mic that I have, Chris, you we would be able to hear it all. You know, you can hear everything, which. We're not God testing knows. the new mic. We'll test the new mic next week whenever I learn the learn about audio issues. But uh, we're not tech savvy here on Shonen and Suds. We're just uh, we're just drink savvy. That's about it. That is about it. But that's all right. But uh, you know, honestly, the uh, the you tried really hard is kind of how I feel about Demon Slayer. I know, I know, people are cutting this podca- podcast off right now, Cody. So before they do. Welcome to Shonen and Suds, and maybe for the first time, maybe for the last time. I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I'm Cody Snodgrass. And yeah, um, oh man, I know I'm committing the ultimate crime. And Cody, I want to I say this. I don't hate Demon Slayer. It does damn near everything right. I just don't care about these characters. I, I'm trying, Cody, I am trying to find that thing about a character that just makes me go, oh man, now I'm in. I haven't had that moment yet in this show where we're 13 episodes in where I'm like, okay, I'm along for the ride at this point, but nothing, nothing has, nothing's done that for me yet. Yeah. I think, I think maybe you might need a little bit more time with these characters. I think there's also not a lot of characters. That's possible. That is- there's not a lot of characters mm-hmm. and you know, one of our main characters doesn't talk, so there's that. Yeah. Um, Which could be a blessing or a curse, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, uh, but most of this time, we're just spent with Tanjiro up until about like episode nine or ten. Outside of like, you know, kind of offshoot characters and mm-hmm. uh, the old man that Tanjiro is training with. Uh, mm-hmm. But I know for a fact we'll get to spend more time with like Zenitsu and. Mm-hmm. Um, even the dude at the very beginning, I can't even think. Of oh, the, the the demon slayer from the very beginning. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Giyu, Gayu, Tomika, Tomikoa, Tomikoa. Something like that. People are already turning off the podcast. They're like, oh, oh, they are. They're mispronouncing my favorite character. No, right, right. Well, your favorite character doesn't have any depth, so. Well, 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 dude. See, well, okay. I'm, I'm really so glad. I'm really, really glad you said it like that, Cody, because that's kind of how I feel about all of the characters right now. And you know, and that's the thing. I'm not writing this show off because a, it's beautiful to look at. But I think at this point, you need to be beautiful to look at, or no one's going to give a shit. Or you need to have a super crazy artistic style to keep people hooked. Um, 
just because I feel like anime is becoming a dime a dozen. Like they're just everything and everyone is making an anime. The styles are different. So you really got to bring stuff to the table. This is beautiful to look at. This is a show while I'm still not invested in the characters yet. I could easily cut this on as background noise with the volume off, off and the subtitles on and just have it going in the background. And it will guarantee to catch people's eye if they're over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like the animation is flawless. The guy's name is Tomioka, by the way. Um, Tomi Yoka. Tomi Oka. Okay. No, no Tomi-oka. Y. You gotta drop the Y there. You oh, yeah. My, my gringo accent is too <laughs> thick. Yeah. Um, but before we get into Demon Slayer, Chris, we got a, uh, we got a whole bunch of news here. Um, we do, man. We got a bevy of news and beverages. So, yeah, go ahead and dive on in, Cody. I don't even know where to start. We got a lot of big comebacks in the works. I guess we'll start with the bad news. We'll start with our vegetables, right? Um, yeah, gotta start with your veggies. So we got Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood are being yeeted off of Netflix. So long, oh, you will be missed. Although we have you on Hulu, um, and oh, HBO. you have you like literally on every other streaming service and HBO Max and yeah, uh, Blu-ray. If you're me, I have it. I, <laughs> even yeah. I, Chris, I, I own Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood on the PlayStation Three store. Like I have this thing. Really? Like, like <laughs> you will watch it if you need to watch it. You will watch it. Yeah, like. And uh, so it, it, it does suck because Netflix obviously is like super convenient, but so is Hulu and HBO. Yeah. So like it's not not the end of the world. But if you're just a Netflix mm-hmm. subscriber, you're kind of bumming. It, it feels like almost like when Friends left Netflix because mm-hmm. I would just throw on Netflix and just throw it on Friends like it was nothing. And then yeah, you know, fortunately it went to HBO Max. So like I, mm-hmm. I was I was okay, but you know I'm a big Friends fan, so. Um, but yeah, got- right, and, and that's the thing too. A show like Full Metal Alchemist is kind of like a show like The Office or Friends, and I mean, or Seinfeld. It's a show that you can just cut on and just have playing constantly in the background. If you're not trying to watch something, but you want the TV on for some kind of, maybe you're cooking dinner or, you know, maybe you're playing a game with your friends, you want something on in the background. Full Metal Alchemist is one of those quality caliber of shows that it I, I get i get why that's why that's such a bummer like again like you said if you only subscribe to netflix which is you know that's see that, that seems foreign to me in this day and age but i get it there's nothing it, there's nothing to watch on any streaming service it feels like cody streaming services feel like you ever, you ever go to your fridge you open it up and it's full of food but you're still like i ain't got nothing to eat in here that's <laughs> literally netflix yeah it's uh and that's why I subscribe to multiple streaming services. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, exactly. And actually, I think both versions of Full Metal Alchemist are on Funimation as well. So, yeah, we'll be okay here at the podcast. Anybody who just subscribes to Netflix, sorry about you. Um, yeah, pay five ninety nine a month for Hulu with ads. You'll be fine. But yeah, like you said about um, <clears throat> like you said about anime that you can throw on in the background. I do that with Cowboy Bebop, Death Note, mm-hmm. and then Brotherhood. Those are my three like anime that i can just throw on and i don't have to like pay too much attention but i can just you know i can sit down and enjoy yep. it too i can fall asleep yep. and it's no big deal um yep yeah sad to see it go it's um, just perfect yeah and then next up uh the only two other things that i have are two huge returns to anime so first up i guess mm-hmm. we'll talk about i say smaller very 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 loosely um mm-hmm. Roroni kenshin uh, is yeah, no. making a comeback I say, like I said, smaller, like in like quadruple air quotes, like please don't kill me. Um, 
Well, no, it's definitely fitting that we're talking about Demon Slayer this week, and you you look at a, an anime like Roroni Kenshin that you know that's one of those like samurai anime like foundation pieces. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have to pass. Like I feel like if you're going to be any sort of samurai demon with katanas or any sort of I'm a main character who uses a katana sword or dresses in the, you know, in the traditional garbs, like you have to pass like the ninja scroll test. You have to pass the Roroni Kenshin test. And maybe in some stretch of the imagination, you got to pass the Inuyasha test. Yep. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen Roroni Kenshin, but it looks mm-hmm. like uh, at Jump Festa 2022, which was Sunday, I believe it was. It's past Sunday. But Jody, it's still 2021. How does that happen? <laughs> oh, maybe it was their 22nd event. Ah. Either way, we're not getting this until 2022 at the earliest. Oh. Um, but, uh, the event Sunday revealed that Nobuhiro Watsuki's Roni Kenshin yeah. manga is getting a new television anime at anime project at Linden Film. And That's awesome. The event did not really any other, reveal any other details about the anime. Aniplex is streaming a teaser video to announce the work, which you can that video. Uh, just look up Aroni uh-huh. Kitchen. You'll, you'll see it. Um, yeah, pretty big news. Uh, I believe the original Aroni Kitchen is like, what, like 95 episodes? Yeah. It would kind of be tough for us to do it on the podcast, but it's definitely something I'd love to go back and revisit. Um, yeah, well, because there was that, and then there was like the, OA, the OVA series called Samurai X. Yeah, and then there's also... That was my first introduction to Roroni Kenshin, then I discovered the series, and oh, so good. Yeah, and then there's also, like, the the live-action movies, which apparently are, like, that is the live-action, like, movie to watch, apparently. That's what I've been hearing. I've heard nothing but good stuff about them. Maybe, you know, one day we'll figure out a way where we can watch some some longer anime, because it kind of does get a little tedious when we have to cover... Like, Roni Kenshin would take us, like, at least, you know, 12 weeks yep. with movies and OVAs and... Yeah, there's a lot. It's a very rich property, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and we don't want to make the podcast stale, so maybe we could do, like, a season at a time and then, like, go to something else and then come back and do yeah. a season. Maybe that's how we'll break it down. Kind of like, kind of like the... Almost like the same approach we took with, uh, with Seven Deadly Sins, even though, granted, we were constrained by the show not being available, but I think that's fine to take on a, on a longer show... Whereas we'll cover a season, move on to something else, cover a season, maybe the following, you know, couple months. You know, there, there's a lot of ways to skin this cat, Cody, and we're going to do it. Yeah, and I mean, I think I think the cutoff limit for me is like 64 episodes. Like, it was basically like Brotherhood is the longest anime I, I, I will do, like, in one go. I'm okay with using Brotherhood as the metric. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's the gold standard, you know. Yes, in more ways than one. Um, but yeah, so Roni Kenshin, uh, we don't have any other information, just that it's getting another animated series. Um, mm-hmm. I've never read, like, the manga, so mm-hmm. I have no idea what happens pe- post-anime and OVAs. Like, I have... Like, I have they, never they can do anything the they want, and I'll either. be like, sure. Um, but I'm sure, like, there's there may be more manga. Speaking of more manga, Chris, you gotta talk about Bleach. Um, Bleach is also yeah. set to return October 2022. So we got... Mm-hmm. Still got a good 10 months before it premieres. Um, but th- there's a cool trailer. Like a, a classic song from the anime. And then like remixed and redone. Uh, looks pretty mm-hmm. cool. I finished Bleach in 2018. I, I just watched the mm-hmm. whole show that year. Um, and I liked it, but 
Bleach definitely has some glaring issues. Uh, and then I, I, I want to say, like, it was around, the, like, when I watched Bleach, I was playing the, the phone game, Bleach Brave Souls, which is, like, a big reason that, like, Bleach kind of got, like, a second wind. Um, uh, like, the game is, like, the game was super popular. It's a gotcha game, phone game, you know. Um, mm-hmm. they introduced the Thousand Year Blood War, Thousand Year Blood War. I mean, let me make sure I'm not butchering this name here. Um, but it's basically like another version of characters. It just seemed way cooler. Like all of your favorite Bleach characters were just like getting like mm-hmm. this cool, like new skins and new suits, and like they were like the new like, you know, if you did a poll on the game, you would go for these new characters. Yeah, it's the Thousand Year Blood War, and it's basically nice. like the quote unquote best arc of Bleach that never got animated because I believe Bleach actually got canceled. Oh. I don't think they ended on their like it wasn't meant to end where it ended, but it just. I think that mm-hmm. it got scrapped back in the day. Um, obviously, I watched Bleach well after it came out. Um, but yeah, they're coming nice. back to do this, basically, the final arc. And I don't even know how long Bleach has been off air, probably like 10 years at this point. It seems like a lot longer, and it's going to be one of those things that when I figure out how long it's been off the air, I'm going to be like, ugh. Yeah, it's going to make us feel old. feels bad. Um, yes. But yeah, that's it's really exciting. Um, it... I have a lot of issues with Bleach, like, there's not many characters that actually, like, quote-unquote, die. Like, everybody seems to, like, it's mm-hmm. like the bad guys lose and everybody lives all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I have issues with that in a lot of anime. But the Thousand Year Blood War, characters actually die in that, so... I'm looking forward to watching all of my favorite characters get killed, so that'll be cool. Oh, there you go. Well, I don't know who all dies, but I'm pretty sure some people die. And if they don't die... Mm-hmm. Well, and, and here's the thing, man. I love when I love in animes, TV shows, uh, a good death of a of a loved character, no matter how soon or how late it happens in the show. There's just something about it, man. That just it, it puts more skin in the game for me. Like, you know, spoiler alert. But if you haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist, like when when Maze Hughes dies, right? Like. There's just something about that being like the turning point of the show where like you start to realize where things are things are things run deep. The 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 everything that's happening. What am I trying to say? But there's like, you know, the 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 corruption is high, the the stakes are extremely high, and this character gets killed for it. It changes the stakes of the show. So I love, and I said all that to say this, Cody. I don't care if it's my favorite character. When I, even like, you know, granted it happened a little late, but like when Wolfwood died in Trigun, you know what I mean? Like the it just it just raises the stakes to another level, and I love that shit. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love when anime can actually like kill somebody off, do it properly. Like if you miss the character and they're like, no, like that that means they did it. Yeah. Right. Like so there's mm-hmm. the anime that kill people, and I'm just like. I didn't even know them, so... Great. Yep. Um, but yeah, hopefully they're not going to, like, you know, veer too far from the manga. I don't. I haven't read it, but I know a little bit about the Thousand Year Blood War just from playing the game. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, credit to a gotcha game that literally brought an anime back. Um, which yeah, That's awesome. I really hope they'll, like, pay homage to that in some way, because... Uh-huh. Bleach was dead, and I used to go to that Reddit for the game, and I was, like, popping off uh-huh. there. Like, Bleach was huge, like... They acted like it never got canceled or anything. So it's it's very <laughs> cool, very cool to see it come back. Um, there's a lot of anime that out there that you know only gets a season and then they just scrap it. Um, so uh-huh. it's cool to see one come back. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, that's all I got for news, Chris. So 
Well, that was a lot of news, Cody. I'm going to tell you right now, my throat is some kind of dry. So uh, I need to know what you're drinking. Oh, good crack. Good crack here. All right, we have Chris. I was going to go with a holiday beverage, um, but I didn't stop by the liquor store. I was only at Walmart. And I That's saw, okay. I saw a tall boy that was unfamiliar to me. And uh, let me read oh. this name and butcher it. With, with the gringo accent, as you would say. Oh, <laughs> we have, man. We have a Corona Refresca Mas Mango Citrus Flavorful Tropical Cocktail. Man. Let me just grab a swig, and I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what I got here, Chris. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's, it's interesting. Um, kind of just tastes like Is a... Is that a good a, interesting? Or... It's like a fruity drink. Almost. Hold uh-huh. on. Let me get one more swig. He's going back for seconds. That's how you know it's good. It gives off. <laughs> this is going to sound scary, but it gives off some slight four loco vibes with the taste. Okay, okay. Not only the taste, but it's also eight percent alcohol, Chris. This is this is going to get the job done. It's got some stank on it, but it is pretty good. I'm not a big mango fan, and I've said this before. Um, uh huh. Like if if this was just pineapple or like orange or tangerine or. Uh-huh. You know, any other fruit that's like citrusy, lemon, lime. So so there's nothing wrong with the mango. You think the mango's good, it's just not your cup of tea, is what you're saying. Yeah, like if if I'm sitting there with, you know, a can, or like, if I'm going to drink something or eat something, even eat, like, mango isn't my, mm-hmm. like, I'm not going for the mango. If I see pineapple, I'm like, okay, pineapple, boom. So it's kind of like when Chris sits down to watch Demon Slayer. There's nothing wrong with it. You're just gonna you're gonna reach and you're just gonna reach onto the onto the queue and select something else. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess you could put it like that. Like you'd rather put it on Ninja Scroll, but you're gonna watch Demon Slayer. Right, right. So you get me. You definitely get me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I have t- this week, Chris. A Corona Refresca Mas, the mango citrus flavor. And uh, what about you? What are you having today? Well, Cody, I have put on my finest Hawaiian shirt. And my finest, uh, whatever that shit is, that sun, that whatever that thick sunblock like uh, chemical is, you put on your nose. And I have gone down to Margarita Brewing Company, right in your neck of the woods. Some say I want to say that it's in Jacksonville, also. But anyway, um, I've got myself the Landshark Lager, a classic, just American, just. It's just an Amer- it's, it's, it's just a, a classic American lager. Again, it's when I say American lager, it's just that uh, that German inspired. It, it's I'm trying to church it up. Man. It's just Budweiser in a different bottle. <laughs> That's all it is. I'd say you, just, you, I, you took the long way to get there, but you got there. <laughs> I, I did. I definitely. You know, I know I'm in your own backyard here at in Saint because it, it says here on the bottle that Margarita Brewing Com- Margaritaville Brewing Company is in Saint Louis, also. Is this true, Cody? Is this true? Margarita Brewing Company? Uh, Margaritaville Brewing Company. Like Jimmy Buffett. Margarita yeah, like... Let me find out. Because uh, it says here on the bottle, Margaritaville Brewing Company, St. Louis, Missouri. And I actually thought it was in Jacksonville, so either the bottle's telling a lie... It says it's in St. Louis. the internet's telling a lie. Let me see where this... Because I've never even heard of this. That's what I'm saying. This is your own backyard. They could be they could be mixing beer in your own backyard and you're not aware of it, which is a crime, first of all. It's Landshark, right? 
Yeah, land shark. Google Maps couldn't find anything. I don't know if it's really here. I think they just put that oh, on the bottle for competition purposes. I think so. I think they're just uh, they just want to fill this this label out with a bunch of words. And they're like, <laughs> well, let's just put a brewery and uh, just a fucking let's pick a let's throw this dart at this uh, continental United States map and see where it lands. They pick the worst. St. Louis. They pick the worst place. To, I wonder if it's is it like a. Okay, it is part of Anheuser Busch. Okay. Okay, well that explains everything. There's the answer we needed. I, I was trying to find that. I was Google searching all I could, um, but yeah, it is part of Anheuser Busch. So we we were part of the empire. They, they just rebottled it and, and put, a, right. put a fancy new summer label on it. That's right. They just took the the, the red fucking Budweiser label off and just put it in a, a clear bottle and just uh, you know what? Let's just uh, let's land shark. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> Fuck it. And Chris, while you were talking, I was even doing a little bit more research on these Corona refrescas. Apparently, uh -huh. there is like a party pack of these. I didn't know. No shit. So I guess the refresca moss is just like the tall, what the tall boys are called. Mm. Um, it is more refreshing because you're getting more ounces, yeah, which makes sense. And there is. I'm literally walking to the fridge as we speak <laughs> to, grab to another, give grab myself a refill. Gotta grab the refill. Oh, the delicious land shark lager. Got, got a, my wife's watching her YouTube video, so I gotta walk by there. Hello, hello. Look, All right. It looks like there's a tropical berry in the tall boy also, which I much oh, rather. Man, I know how much you love tropical berries. I'd much rather would have had that, but there's also a party pack of Corona refrescas. Um, it almost looks like one of the like our typical seltzer party packs. Um, let me see mm -hmm. these flavors because I'm gonna have to invest. Got guava, passion oh, man. fruit. We got passion fruit, lime, guava, lime, and coconut. Lime. A lot of oh limes. man, it's okay. We like of, you love limes. Well, you can't have Corona without lime. You've said so yourself. You're not wrong, Chris. You are not wrong. Yeah, the Corona refrescos. I'm gonna have to find this party pack and have to run down to uh, Friar Tuck's Alcohol Emporium. Oh and, man, not old, not F Tuck's. Old Friar Tuck's. Yeah, um, that's right. I gotta go there anyhow. I got a I got a cousin that uh, just turned twenty one, so I'm gonna get him a couple bottles for Christmas and uh, send him I love off, to hear send him it. off on his way down the alcohol. There, <laughs> there it is. It's a slippery slope. We'll see if they uh, see if they can handle it. <laughs> That's right. All right, but uh, with all that I, being said, Chris, I think it's time. Uh, are we ready to dive into Demon Slayer? You got a tale of the tape ready for us? I am Cody, and uh, you know I'm getting everything pulled up, and I want to talk about just my what how I feel about Demon Slayer because I've talked about this before. Um, this will now be the fourth time that I've watched the first seven episodes. Obviously, we're covering one through thirteen today. This is the fourth time I've gone through the first seven episodes, and I feel the same about it now as I did the first time I watched it. I I have yet to find a character to get behind. And we kind of touched on that a little bit when we started recording and you and I were talking about it at length, you know, before we started recording. I don't know. I, I just don't know how I feel about this show yet, but I'm going to say this. I get it. I get why the show is good. This isn't like me saying this is the worst show I've watched because it's definitely not. There's there's a lot of good here that this show does like. I think it does more good than a lot of animes we've watched to this point. Um, and again, it's beautiful to look, look at, which like I've said, you kind of have to be at this point. But I feel like 
the 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 overall arc, the main character Tanjiro trying to basically find a way to help his sister. Um, I feel like that's while it's personal for him. I feel like this could have been anybody. Like this could have been any random NPC that we've run into in the show at this point going through this thing. There's this struggle doesn't feel unique to the character while yes, it's his sister. It's his family that was brutally murdered, but I don't know. It, I, I think I need something. And that's such a weird thing to say that it doesn't feel as personal or no, it's definitely personal. It just doesn't feel like a super unique thing. If that makes sense. I, I hope, I hope what I'm saying makes sense to somebody listening because it's, it's just how I feel about these characters has been, there hasn't been that moment yet in this show where I'm like, fuck yes, I am in, I'm along for the ride. I am here to see this thing through right now. I feel like I'm just, I'm just kind of on the, I'm like on the bus watching, you know what I mean? I think you need a, like, I mean, we had the same issue with my hero before we, like, way before we started the podcast. It took us, you know, it took me three, four watch-throughs before I finally, like, got through it. And I, you know, the the moment in my hero that turned it around for me is the, Chris, what was it called? The training site, the SJ. Oh, the the USJ. USJ, where the villains first showed up. Like, it Uh took me all, I, I, like, I had to get to that point before I was actually, like, Okay, this this anime is actually pretty yeah. good. Um, maybe we just need a USJ moment in my or in uh, Demon Slayer to really like hook us in. Me personally, I'm in. I don't. Um, well, I, I would say for the first nine nine or ten episodes, I'm in, and then we'll we'll cover what what caused me to, to kind of shift gears here. Um, and, I, and I think that's a good point that you bring up because we. Th- this show does kind of have a slow burn quality to it. Like we don't really go on our first case technically until episode seven, I think Yeah. where, where, where where he investigates the town where the girls are disappearing. We spend the first six episodes getting him to through the training essentially, because you know, the first episode, like what, what throws him into this lifestyle it just kind of happens right off the bat. They don't, which I, I appreciate that they don't waste time, but also at the same time, maybe giving me an episode to kind of get to know this character before they throw us into this shit. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, yes, the first episode focused on him, but we didn't really get to know him. We didn't get to know that connection with his family. Like, I just felt like there was, I feel like we're just like, we just took random guy put him in this situation and then we're just like, all right, we're fucking going with it. Let's go. Yeah. It's kind but, of, it's kind of following the attack on Titan um, uh-huh. formula, which I, I don't want to spoil it. Cause I know you haven't really dove into attack on Titan. Have you seen the first episode uh-huh. by chance? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So, like the first episode, like here's these characters. We're kind of just starting to get to know them. And then boom, tragedy strikes. Like Titans are here. Yeah. Fucking everything. Uh-huh. Up. And I think that yep. they're kind of going like, not, not to say piggybacking, but for lack of a better term, they're kind of piggybacking off of that. Yeah, that and maybe they're going like, to backload it. And, like, you know how, I mean, a lot of people are just short attention span. If you don't have them hooked right. by fucking ten minutes in, they're turning it off and they're going back to watch. Something you know, comfortable. Yeah. Um. So maybe, I, maybe they're trying to, you know, 
they're just trying to capitalize on that, which I think is a good and yeah. a bad thing because it's good because you're right into the action. You don't got to waste no time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's bad because for like people like us that we're just going to watch it regardless. Like mm-hmm. yeah, we got a longer attention span. So like, um, yeah. we, we don't know Tanjiro. We don't know. Like I couldn't tell you any of his other siblings outside of Nezuko. Nezuko. Yeah. Like I have mm-hmm. no, I don't know them. Like I have no idea who they are. They're, yep. They're dead before I even get a chance. Too. Exactly. And I think the other thing too, is like we said, this, like I said, like I was saying, Cody, this is very much kind of a slow burn. I mean, we're like 10 to, like 10 to 12 episodes in before we really get introduced to another mainstay character. Yeah. Um, and obviously we meet some characters that stick around, but like, not like we don't meet that, like the characters that are on the fucking movie poster, right? Like the characters that become like, you know, your main players, we don't meet them until much later. So like they do a lot, certain things fast, but then they do all certain things slow. So, Again, I'm not I'm not angry at the show, and I don't dislike it. I just I, I like you said, Cody. I think the the short answer is I think I just need more time with these characters. Yeah, yeah I think. But I with think... that being said, no, go ahead, go ahead, please, please no, you, continue. You are good. Carry on, carry on. Well, I was going to say because speaking of short time with these characters, this anime has not been out for that long. I mean, quick tale of the tape here. You know, this show originally came out you know April sixth of twenty nineteen. So this is this is like you know the the pandemic is right around the corner. Um and I want to say it was it, it um the anime was initially announced in 2018 but it didn't see again it didn't see any light of day until April of 2019. Um and I want to say that's the that's the first season and man I don't know it's just it, I felt like it just it would just it had the rocket strapped to it, right? Like the moment it came out, all I, I kept seeing like pictures of these characters and I kept hearing about Demon Slayer. And of course, you know, at this time I'm still like, if it's not full metal alchemist or something I watched in 1999 or between 1999 and 2002, don't give a shit. Or if it's not my hero academia. Right. So I didn't care about any of this stuff. I didn't know any of these characters, but then like, it's still there. It's still it, it's it, it's just on a just a collision course with being one of the most popular animes of all time, and then of course that really got solidified when the the movie uh Mugen came Train, out. I believe it's yeah, called. Mugen Train, and that came out and just fucking scorched the box office. Yeah, uh, I'll agree. Like, as I I heard about this when it was first coming out, mostly because there was a GIF being shared. Uh huh. Like, it's a it's Tanjiro and he's hitting like he has like a flame sword at some point or like he ha- oh. like how he has the water breathing technique. Yeah. It's like a flame breathing technique or something. Okay. Um, I ha- we haven't gotten to this point in the first 13 episodes that we've seen. Um mm-hmm. but everybody kept sharing the same gif like and talking like the anime friends that I have from like high school or like they were all sharing mm-hmm. it and I'm like what is this anime and I <laughs> dude I was probably googling like the weirdest things like anime flame sword gif and like just trying to figure out what it was because i didn't want to leave a comment and look like the total like like the rookie anime watcher oh <laughs> like, uh, what's this i like to i like to feel like a connoisseur of some sort um right but demon slayer i was definitely behind the ball on um but yeah that's how i first heard about it or you know, found out about it and then you know it was just one of those things i was like oh, i'll watch it eventually i gotta finish you know 
X, Y, and Z first, and then of course, COVID happened, and then we started this podcast, and now here we are. Um, here we are, and that's the thing with me. It was always my friends were like, "Hey, you should probably watch." Especially they're like, "Oh, you love My Hero Academia." Oh, then you'll love fucking Demon Slayer. You need to watch it. And that's why, like, I, I'm on my fourth watch. Like, I would, I would watch it. And I'd be like, oh, this is all right. Like, it's, I was like, oh, well, first of all, this is beautiful to look at, which I think is the first thing that anybody notices when they watch this show. If you got fucking eyeballs that can see in your head, you quickly see just how, just how flawless this, like, this is probably some of the best animation I've ever seen in my entire life. It is absolutely beautiful. The colors are just, they pop just the the motion is fluid like the back like everything about this the way it looks is perfect it is perfect 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 it is a 12 out of 10 the way it's animated yeah i so that was my first i, I can agree, agree more but right and then it's like okay well you just like the the characters are like, well, this guy's a wet sandwich. Well, this guy's a fucking wet sandwich. Don't give a shit about this guy. This sucks. And it's just like, okay, but I'm not turning away because this is so beautiful to look at. And it's just, and I think that, and then I was like, I just, I'm not into this. Then another friend would be like, you got to watch Demon Slayer. All right, well, that's two. That's, that's two more people that have said something. Well, I'll try it again. Same goddamn thing. I'm taking it back with how beautiful it is. And then it's like, I just can't get to it. Then, like, I'll tell my friends that. They're like, oh, <laughs> what? You're insane. You gotta watch it. Give it a shot. All right. I'll watch it again. Because in my head, I'm like, what am I missing? Am I, am I just not getting it? Am I missing something here? So I watch it again. Same thing. Same fucking thing. And then, of course, you know, now, I, that was... That was over a year ago. That because I was still. A- oh, I lost you, Chris. Where'd you go? Might be having some technical. Difficulties. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I pressed a button. Are you? Am I, am I here? Yep, you're back. You're back. I only okay, lost yeah, you for sorry, about ten pressed, seconds. So just rewind. Yeah, I, pre- I pressed a button. Sorry, I just I, I started gripping my hands really <laughs> tight. So, so the, the the third time prior to this time that I had watched it was. Right before COVID, like February of 2020, because we started working from home in March of 2020, and somebody else was like, hey, you might want to throw on Demon Slayer while you're working. That's good shit. You love My Hero Academia. And they always led with that, right? You love My Hero Academia. You don't fucking love Demon Slayer. Um, I give give it the first seven episodes again, Cody, and I feel the same. And guess what? We started it this week to watch. I feel the exact same. Maybe it was overhyped, but that that can't be the case because I do understand why people have gravitated to this show. I, I think the hype definitely factors in a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I will like I'm not one to say like overrated because I hate that word, um, but I think this was mm-hmm. definitely a little bit overhyped. Um, which obviously we're only 13 episodes in, but. Yeah. Usually, usually when something's overhyped like that, it's like they hit the ground running. It's dead on arrival. And it's like, well, like, usually when it's overhyped, like, there's got to be, like, some moment that, like, happens where I'm just like, it, it, uh, it reminds me exactly of my hero. Like, I'm just waiting for a moment to, like, really, like, all right, get mm-hmm. me hooked. Like, get me hooked. Like, if they would have held off showing a demon until, like, ten episodes in and then, like, mm-hmm. you know, not to piggyback off my hero, but, like, then, like, a bunch of demons show up and it's like, oh, shit. They, like fucking kill somebody important 
And then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, hold on, wait a minute. But mm-hmm. there, there hasn't been like a like a USJ moment, like a, I don't know. It, 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 it seems overhyped for now. Once mm-hmm. again, we're only, we've only seen thirteen episodes. All we know of Zenitsu exactly. is we fucking hate him, and mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly, and like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of. A lot of good here, and they've got they've got good people working on it. I mean, it, the the director, what's his name, Haru? Uh, what's their name, uh, Haru Sotozaki? Don't know who this person is, but they're doing uh, they're doing great work. Like, does this sh- I I get why people like this show. I, again, I get it. Yeah, so and they've got a good animation studio behind it too. Was it U- UFO table, UFO table, whatever you want to call it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll go ahead so. and. We'll- yeah, Ufotable or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. I've seen that name before. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we'll go ahead and dive into the to the first episode here. So basically, we're introduced to our main guy, Tanjiro Kamado. Mm-hmm. He's our protagonist of the show. Basically, uh, he's got a whole family. He's got sisters and brothers and cousins. they got a big-ass family. Um, oh, yeah. Just a hard-working mountain family, you know what I mean? Yeah, and he wants to go sell some coal to town to, so that everybody can, like... Eat their fill, basically. On I, I believe it's the the new year coming up or something like that. Yeah. So he goes into town to sell this coal. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. Sells all the coal, and then on his way back, um, an, another he gets caught up. yeah, another townsfolk guy is like, hey, you know it's dark. You should just stay here. Like you can go back home in the What's morning. What's his name? Sabudo, Saburo. Shit, something. Sabudo. Sabaro, like the fucking... Sabaro, Sabaro, that's no, the guy. No, Chris, that's the shitty pizza place in the mall. Oh, you mean that's my favorite New York slice? That is not a New York slice, Chris. We could, You know what, we'll have a pizza podcast one of these days. Oh, uh, man. I will go in on that shitty Slices pizza. and suds. Oh, man. Yeah, that'll be a fun little spinoff. That'll be our part two of our podcast. And that's when we're there really, you go. That's when we're hitting it big. Uh, that's right. But no, uh, so he stays with this guy... And basically, the guy kind of informs he's like at night the demons come out, you know. And it almost mm-hmm. seems like an old like an old wives' tale kind of, like oh yeah, sure, exactly. Sure, there's demons, yeah, whatever. Uh, well, then next day Tanjiro heads back to home and he smells blood. This is like the first instance where we find out that Tanjiro has a very keen nose, like he can smell anything. Um, mm-hmm. And he smells blood, and so he like runs, you know, hurries home. And Chris, he finds his family has been slaughtered. Um, they are, they're dead. They are very, just, just bodies in the snow. Yeah, the only body that has a little warmth to it is younger sister Nezuko. Um, and he basically, like, throws her on the back. Obviously, he's, like, devastated and, like, crying and all this stuff. And I believe he buries, like, all of his remaining family members. Or maybe he does that later. Um, he throws his sister on his back, and he's basically trying to get her to a doctor. Um, mm-hmm. she wakes up, Chris, and it's almost like like the first zombie in a zombie movie. You're like, uh, something's wrong with her. You should not have her on her back. And he like falls and drops her, and then like finds out, okay, she's a demon. She starts attacking him, and um, you know, he doesn't. He's just got like his little like hatchet or something. Uh, he, he's just like fending off his sister, trying not to kill her, trying not to get killed by her. Um. Mm-hmm. And that gets interrupted, Chris, by our first demon slayer, who is Yu Tomioka. Yeah, to- Tomioka. Tomi- you gotta get Tomi uh, Tomioka. Yeah, you gotta dr- no why. You just gotta go straight yeah, for that's the right. uh, English you gotta, voice you gotta actor, un-gringo. Chris. Chris, English uh-huh. voice actor, Johnny Young Bosch. 
of course. God damn, I, and I, I knew that right off the bat. I was like, yeah, okay. So, and of course, like, don't we see this guy much later in the show? Does does he become like a mainstay? Because he's like an okay character, but he's definitely like the the piece that you need to get the ball rolling, right? Yeah, he seems like a very cool character. I like aesthetically, I like him the most. I think, um, although we've only mm-hmm. had him for this first episode, I I imagine he'll come back. You don't just hire Johnny Young Bosch for a one-off. Yeah, it's a one-shot exactly. This is a fucking staple. You don't you don't do that. Um, That's right. But yeah, he he kind of shows up and he obviously wants to take out this demon, uh, and he's kind of like explaining like uh, the Tanjiro like like what's wrong with her. Like he he's got to kill her basically, and Tanjiro's like, no, you're not killing my sister. Like. Blah blah blah. He faces off against him like Tanjiro, like does his little hatchet throw trick. Yeah, cool. Little like move. he feigns, like, yeah, it's like he feigns the attack, throws or like um, he dodges, throws the hatchet up, and like feigns like he still has the hatchet in his hand, and like it almost it almost catches him because he's just like holy shit. After like it hits the tree next to him, he's like, whoa, wait a minute. It almost almost worked. Um, but Tomioka oh. he knocks out knocks out Tanjiro, and when Tanjiro awakens. Uh, he has like this, it's like a, I don't know if it's a piece of bamboo, it's almost like a muzzle for Nezuko, so mm-hmm. that she won't like bite into anybody. And like, yep. Nezuko is also like, she's not like a, like when you say demon, like she's not like a in a crazy mode anymore, she's like almost a like protective state uh, of Tanjiro, and like, basically Tomioka's like, alright, fine, like. Because it's weird, she can, and and this is maybe one of the the first issues I have with the show is that like she's a demon, but she can she can not always be a demon, or she can control it. I think that's I I I have an issue with that because like I feel like we haven't met any other demon that's like that in the first thirteen episodes. No, yeah, we definitely haven't. Like, well, what's weird is like she also doesn't talk. Even when, mm-hmm. like, she doesn't have her, like, muzzle thing on, like, she still doesn't talk. Like, yeah, because you can't get any of the other demons to shut the fuck up in this show. Yeah, they're all just talking and being useless. Um, so it, it's interesting, like, why can't, why doesn't she talk? I, yeah, yeah, maybe I she, maybe she's just, like, the unique case, um, which, which is fine, I guess. Um, yeah, or maybe there's just something inside of her still fighting. <laughs> Yeah, um... I digress. Basically, Tomioka, he's like, alright, you need to go see this guy, uh, who is Earl Kodaki, um, who's mm-hmm. basically, like, the guy that he trained with, and he's at the foot of Mount Sagiri. He instructs yes. Tanjiro to say that he was the one who sent him, blah, 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 and, uh, basically informs him that, um, uh, Nezuko can't be exposed to sunlight, Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, she'll like. It's almost like how vampires work. Like, oh, they get exposed to sunlight, they're dead. Um, and so Tanjiro then he heads back to the to the house, buries all of his family members, and then heads off on this journey to go meet Orodaki. Jesus, these names are exactly. <laughs> and then he like here we are. Yeah, so like that's our first episode. Um, and then we'll just kind of dive into episode two, basically. Yeah, and can we talk about this? How, like, I feel like in a lot of these episodes, the breaks, like, where they end the episodes are at such really random points. Yeah, I, especially later on. 
yeah. some weird moment. Like, I think the first couple ones are fine. Mm-hmm. But when we get later on, we get to some points where I'm like, that's where we're ending this? Yeah, it's like, why, why stop now? Like, it just, we just started? Yeah, they'll, like, kill the, the bad guy of the previous episode in, like, the first five minutes and then end on, like, a weird, like, awkward conversation of, like, a funny moment where, like, you know nothing bad's gonna happen. Like, yeah, I I don't get it. I just simply do not get it. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm the goof here. Maybe Chris, but then of course Tanjiro heads to Mount Sagiri. Um, he buys like a, a straw basket and like makes a basket to carry Nezuko in. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't skip leg day, Tanjiro. He just fucking he's a savage. Um, which which I, I guess I also kind of have an issue. Like, why can't she just walk, man? Like she's got legs. Sunlight knows right? how to use. She knows how to use them during the sunlight. She can't. That's why. Oh, bar fine, whatever. <laughs> I on, guess Chris. you gotta you gotta follow the rules, Chris. I guess, I guess. So he throws her in this straw basket, and um, I'm trying to think of what even happens here, Chris. Oh, they get attacked by a demon. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. and they fight with it, and then Uro Kodaki appears, who is obviously the guy that uh, Tomioka sent Kanjiro to train with. Who those names are gonna kill me. Oh man, they they've all got pretty uh intense names here. Yeah, and I can't is this where Nezuko kicks the fucking demon's head off? I think it is. Oh yeah. Yeah, this yeah, this is where they uh Yeah and, and oh no. This this is such another and okay, I had a big problem with this one too, Cody, because after they're while they're fighting this demon, he kicks the demon's head off and all of a sudden it's fucking head grows arms. Well yeah, Chris. <laughs> the only way to kill a demon is with a special demon sword. Of course, of course, but I didn't realize that, is that just a rule that demons' heads can just grow arms? I think they can re- like grow back anything. Um, but they all love growing extra arms. That seems to be a uh, big, big thing in this show. Yeah, they're big arm okay. wrestling fans. I think uh, Thumb Wars, you know, the and, whole nine yards. And, and by the way, Cody, I'm all, the only reason I'm focusing on this stupid shit is because I still don't have a reason to to care about these characters yet. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Nezuko does have a super cool moment where, like, Tanjiro's pinned down by the demon. She kicks its head off. Mm-hmm. And then she proceeds yep. to fight the body while Tanjiro kind of, like, procrastinates fighting the head. Um, mm-hmm. He basically procrastinates until sunlight, and then at sunlight, this guy just fucking turns to ash, like, something out of, like, one of the Blade movies or something. Like, Yeah, it's like he doesn't want to kill it. Like, he's just, he's too much of just, like, a, you know, like, He's trying to like re almost like reason with the demon. And he doesn't want to kill it, but yeah, he, it, it eventually, like he's just like the sunlight is what kills it. Yeah, Tanjiro kind of has that trope of like being too much of a nice guy as the main yeah, character. Exactly. Um, meanwhile, like Nezuko hides inside the little hut that they're at. Um, and so, like, okay, we know sunlight fucks with the demon, so can't let what's her face out. Can't let Nezuko out during the day. Oh. And then, Rodaki. Uro Kodaki, man, that's fucking tough. Got three mm-hmm. of three of the letters on my first name, and I can't even fucking pronounce it right. Uh, <laughs> but he takes them to Mount Sagiri, um, and basically Nezuko passes out um, for years. Like actual, mm-hmm. he just fortunately just falls asleep and doesn't have to eat human blood or anything. She just takes a fucking eighteen month nap, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, it kind of just. You know, she's just off to the side while uh, Tanjiro gets to gets to train. Um, exactly. Yeah, I won't question it. Yeah, and so he's got to, like, go up and down this mountain. There's booby traps and the air's thin, all this stuff. And, like, 
He's got to, like, qualify himself for being ready for this, whatever the fucking final competition, the tuning exams, the uh, final yep. selection, that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, and basically over the next kind of two episodes, we just it's just uh, like a training montage, um, which I do like. Yep. I will compliment this anime because, like, some anime such as Naruto, um, mm-hmm. they spend way too much time on the training episodes. Uh, yep. The boring ass training episodes where they have to, you know, they, they always like to break when they're struggling, you know, harnessing their chakra or whatever. Yeah, and, they usually, just... and usually there's like a couple fillers in between. No, like they skip two years of life here of Tanjiro learning all these water breathing techniques, cutting this boulder in half, talking with these two kids who are like former students mm-hmm. of Urokodaki. Um, you know, uh, one of the kids, I can't remember if it's Sabito, I think it's Sabito. He, like, spars with Tanjiro and, like, helps prepare him for, like, what's to come. Basically, Uro Kodaki tells him, hey, you gotta cut this boulder in half, and then you'll be ready for the final selection. Yep. And the final selection, what that is, is basically you'll become a Demon Slayer and be part of the Demon Slayer Corpse. You'll get a sword. You'll get, uh, health insurance. Uh, I love it. You'll get all... all, all... A cool jacket. <laughs> yeah, a cool jacket. All all the perks. <laughs> um, yeah, and so... Right. Eventually, he... Sabito, like, kind of inspired... Sabito and Makomo, is, I believe is the little girl's name, mm. basically, like, inspire him. And then, like, after another six months, he finally, like, cuts Sabito's mask in half. Like, he finally, like, lands yep. a blow on Sabito. And um, mm-hmm. when he cuts the mask in half, Sabito kind of disappears. And then the next thing you know, it's actually, like... The boulder has been cut. cut the boulder in two. And then the episode ends there, which and, I think that is a good episode ending. But. Right, because this was the, the first moment where I was like, oh, that's cool. This person wasn't really there. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was a really cool. They did a really good job of making us think that this person was actually there training with him, and he wasn't. Yeah, and it's still kind of hard to understand that to the, to the full extent without watching, you know, like the next couple episodes. Um, yep. But yeah, so two years have passed. Tanjiro's been training while Nezuko's been sleeping. Um, and be nice. Before he leaves for the final selection, Urokodaki like makes him a meal, and then they kind of informs him of some more stuff. Um, like uh-huh. demon strength is equivalent to the number of humans it's eaten. Um, gives him, you know, the fox mask, the fancy coat, um, uh-huh. all this cool stuff. And then he uh, he's off to head to Mount. Fujikasuni? Which, by the way, the demon that they fight here in, in, during this training exam is probably the coolest villain that I've seen up to this point. Honestly. The, the, the first demon they fight, the one here during the training, the one that, you know, again, I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, the one that we find out actually killed the kid with the mask, the pink-haired kid, that's the coolest villain I've seen so far because there's, I feel like there's some kind of connection there with what we've already seen. Yeah, this Not is basically stupid fucking fedora. <laughs> you don't like the Michael Jackson villain, Chris? No! God! Well, we'll get to that here in a minute. Okay. Basically, this next episode, um, there's some like weird little girl, like twin people, and they're like, oh, you guys got to survive mm-hmm. for seven days on this mountain, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Don't care. This is our tuning exams. This is our tournament of power, everything you want to do. Yep. If you live, you get to be a demon slayer. All right, so... Sweet. The stakes couldn't be any more straightforward. Tanjiro's killing all the minor demons, and then, of course, the big bad demon, this big deformed monstrosity thing. Uh, his all demon. these arms and... Yeah, and he recognizes the mask that Tanjiro has is one of Urokodaki's. 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's revealed that he's killed all of Urukataki's students. Yep. And, you know, after a little... You know, they fight. It's a cool fight. Animation's great. Tanjiro wins, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Kills the big demon. Also, I think this is where he realizes that Sabito and Makomo are, like, part of... They weren't. They, they, well, mm-hmm. they were Urukataki students, and this is where he realizes those were just, like, ghosts, basically. Yep. Um... And yeah, so. And don't we don't we see him use his first water form here? One of his water breathing techniques, yeah. Yeah, water breathing techniques, which I love these. I, I that's truth be told, all of these techniques that we see, you know, the these are my favorite part of the show. Yeah, because um, they, they they're really all have, like super unique. Yeah, and they add a ton to the animation. They make the animation like oh my god, it's beautiful. I love when like the like the the waves come up and they're like these cool like drawn kind of. They don't look like real waves. They're like a, a, a wave you would see in like a like a like a painting. You know what I mean? It's really really cool. Yeah, and I like how they how we learned all these and we didn't waste any time. We weren't like Dragon Ball like Krillin and Goku like going to deliver milk to the neighbors like. Right, I don't need to see you deliver milk for nine. I don't. I don't need. To, I don't need to see you paint the fence to learn how to block a punch. I just assume <laughs> that you're doing it. Yeah, like as much as I love Dragon Ball, and like none of these anime would exist without it. Um, Correct. I'm glad that we're moving past that phase. Yeah, they're on the shoulders of giants at this point. They know what they can get away with, and they know what they just need to just gloss the fuck over. That is right. Um, yeah. So it takes out the demon. Um, you know. Survives the whole seven days. It kind of skips through that, which I also do like, because other anime, they might have spent a day, they might have spent an episode per day here. Oh, yeah, this could have easily been, like, the entire first fucking season in some animes. Yeah, and even, like, as he's killing the demon, like, Tanjiro's, like, still, like, holding the hand of the demon. Like, he's still, like, a little bit, he's too much of a nice guy, Chris. Like, Oh, yeah, Cody, I'll throw shade at my, my, my own favorite anime. If this was my hero, this would have at least been, like, five episodes, just the seven days alone. I agree. Um, but so Tanjiro and three others end up passing the exam, and they're mm-hmm. assigned to like the lowest rank. Um, and then they're given Winnie Hud Junior. What are they given? They're given the, the the coat, the health insurance, mm-hmm. the crow. Yep. Um, and the, uh, the and the title of bubble blowing double baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they get like this crow that basically tells them all their missions. Um, which I think is cool, but also kind of annoying. It's I don't know. I, I like that. It just feels like the crow only shows them was like, oh, bah, you, you're you're done here. You better cart your ass over there because there's another one over there. Yeah, the crow's almost like a comic relief kind of. Character. Yeah. Uh, but I don't I don't mind the crow as much as our next comic relief character, which we'll talk about here in just a minute. Oh, barf. Um. So they like pick the ore that they want their sword to be made out of. Yep. Doesn't really matter. It just serves as a tool for us to go back and visit with Uro Kodaki and Nezuko. Yeah. He returns. She's awoken. She's like kind of human. Like she's like full humanish. Like she's not even like a demon. Mm-hmm. Like she still can't go out at night and all that, or can't go out during the day. But mm-hmm. she's awoken after her year and a half long slumber. And um, she's had a lot of time to think. Yeah, Uro Kodaki did. did Deduces, this is what the Wikipedia says, I didn't make that word up, uh-huh. um, that Nezuko is compensating for not eating humans by sleeping to restore her strength. Bullshit, but okay. Yeah, so if you're... No, who would have thought... Then why don't all the other demons just fucking sleep? Yeah, what... 
Well, they're hungry. Maybe they just want to eat, Chris. Oh, man. Maybe they don't it's have fine. a fucking bamboo muzzle in their mouth, but... You know, right. she can kick heads yeah. off, but she can't take this muzzle off. <laughs> yeah, I guess when you're hungry, you're hungry, right? Like, you know, you, <laughs> what are you going to have for dinner? A deep breath, and I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> I don't know. There's some there's some holes, but we're just we're just weaving right past those. Um, yeah, and, and it's fine because they don't dwell on them either. Like, this is the thing. <laughs> they hit you with the misdirection. Oh, yeah, this is the thing. Well, anyway. Yeah, but Tanjiro's sword's here now, so... Andrew's uh-huh. sword gets delivered. Um, it's like a black yes, blade. Yes, they distract us with the shiny object. I love it. Yeah. It's a it's a black blade, which is rare. It means that somebody's going to be unlucky. Uh, <laughs> of course, Tanjiro will defy that fate. I, I can almost guarantee well, it. Clearly. I got, he's, our, he's our main character. Yeah, and then Crow's like, hey, you got your first mission. Head you know, this direction. There's a demon that's in a town, and then... Girls have been vanishing, blah, blah, blah. We got our... We got our... And this one, I was like, yes! Fucking here we go! We're gonna get some, like... And, and this is why I, I, I thought the show was gonna kind of go, where, like, Cody, we've got, like, alright, awesome. He's part, of the, he's part of the club. He is now a demon slayer. Now we're gonna have him go on his cases, and it's gonna be, like, almost like the Witcher, right, where he'll go to a town, he'll investigate, he'll do a thing. Here's the... De- but... That isn't always the case, and I think that's what's kind of turning me. I, I'm okay with like an over. I I want there to be an overarching narrative. I like the idea of him having to find. He wants he wants to find a the person responsible for killing his family and find something to help his sister. I'm fine with that being the overarching thing. But I really really was hoping this was going to kind of turn into like a monster of the week kind of show. Well, it kind and of it kind of does. Yeah, it kind of does. Um. So, uh, Urokodaki gives him a new box for, to carry Nezuko in. Uh, Nezuko can shrink and grow larger. She can, uh-huh. She's a fucking... She's incredible. I don't I don't understand yeah. how she works. She doesn't have to eat. All she does is sleep uh-huh. all day, party all night. She can hulk up, hulk, hulk down. <laughs> yeah, live in the rock star life. Sleep all day, party She all, is party definitely, like, night. she is basically Motley Crue all rolled into one person. Maybe that's why I like the show, Chris. That might be it. Um, yes. <laughs> he throws Nezuko on his back. Heads to the town. Uh, she doesn't even have to fucking walk, Cody. Day or night, she's never walking. Yeah, she is getting tro- treated like royalty. Man. God, like a rock god. The golden rock god that she is. And she doesn't... Chris, uh, man, we could just talk about She's fucking Joan Jett, man. She is Joan Jett. I love it. Nezuko is the best character in the show. Um, but yeah, so they head to this town. You know, Hanjiro comes across some guy who's crying because... I don't even know. He's crying because some girl got mm-hmm. taken. Blah, blah, blah. Don't really care. Let's just get to the demon fight. This demon can, like, turn into multiple parts. Um, yeah. It's like it's like little trick from eating so many humans. Um, yeah, but it, like, burrows underground, but, like, almost like a, like a, like a portal, portal kind of situation. Yeah, and while Tanjiro's fighting that, uh, Nezuko breaks out eventually, helps him, and we get to see, like, a little bit inside of Nezuko's head, like, Nezuko uh-huh. basically has, like, this trait where she just, like, protect humans, and she sees, like, her and Tanjiro's, like, former family members in these people, uh-huh. and so she's basically, yep. like, protecting them while Nezuko's fighting the demons. Well, and, and, and I do like the moment in this episode where, like, Tanjiro realizes, he's like, wait a minute, he, he has that coming to, coming to heart moment where he's like, I don't need to protect her, she can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. And like it, it, it changes. And, I, and I, even though yeah, we're only seven episodes in, I do like the way it changes how he interacts with her moving forward. 
He's not like he kind of he's still big brother, but he definitely realizes that she could probably handle her shit better than I can. So like it does change the way they interact, which I think is really fucking cool. Yeah, she's not just dead weight getting carried around. Like she can Yo, right. she's like the next character we meet. <laughs> yeah, the and, wettest fucking sandwich. And another thing I do like is even though like we kinda brushed over like this two year training that he went through with uh mm-hmm. uh Uro Kodaki. Um mm-hmm. keep, you're doing great I, I on these wa- names. I keep by wanting the way. to say Todoroki. It's like so close. <laughs> Kodaki. Um, I like how during each fight, or like during like certain moments, he'll like flash back, and we'll get to see a little bit more of an insight. Like on this in this fight, he's like when Kodaki's in, telling him about like the blood demon art and like the strength of the demons, and they can get new abilities and all this stuff. Uh-huh. But basically, we take out these demons, save the town, get the crown, get the crown, and we find out that the only demon person that can turn humans into demons or demons into humans is Big bad Chris Muzan Kibutsuji. Oh, you mean Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson in the flesh. Um, Jamon. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that the writer of this uh, clearly thought MJ was guilty, and this is their, uh, <laughs> they're getting revenge through animation. Well, <laughs> and and this was this this well they because the, I want to say they show this character kind of like half silhouetted, yeah. and then I'm like, why the fuck is he wearing a fedora? Like, where are we? What is, you know, it just started making me, first of all, I was like, this guy is dressed like every fucking weeb that you hate. And you know who I'm talking, everybody listening, you know who I'm talking about. You know the one. It could be you. It could be you. So don't do it. If it's you, then you're probably closing the podcast out right now. Yeah, if you're, yeah, exactly. Unless you're wearing that outfit as at a convention, as a cosplay, that's the only, that is the only time a fedora is acceptable. I just imagine, like... Cody, one, do you like, own a fedora? No, no. Chris, I, oh, have you God, seen my okay. head? I have a giant head. Chris, I can't wear hats. <laughs> <laughs> That's like uh, a beehive. Um, but I just imagine, like, somebody, like, sitting on, like, a train or something, like, just mm-hmm. listening to our podcast wearing a fedora, and they just, like, they pause the podcast, they take the fedora off, and, like, a single tear just falls down their cheek. That's just, right. They see their reflection in, like, the in the window of the train car, and they yeah. are who we're talking about. Yeah, they, they click the one-star review, and they just close the cast out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he is very, uh, he's very interestingly dressed. He is, a uh, he just looks like Michael Jackson. Like, he's just straight up. And he's very, mo- which is also, too, a departure from literally the way everybody else is dressed, which actually made me realize, because I want to say it's the next episode where they go to Tokyo, because almost right after he finishes this mission, he's told by the crow to go to Tokyo. That's where his next case is. Not Tokyo, um, Asakusa. Asakusa. Okay. Is, it, is, is that in Tokyo? Is that like a province or something? I don't know. I don't, but anyway, he's going to the big city. He's going to the big city. And um, that's when you realize, once you see the city, that you know this show takes place in a bit more of a modern time. Like it's the early 1900s, like 1910, 1912, around that ballpark, where we're still kind of in like the infant, infancy of like Japan's modernization. But you know, I don't get too hung up on that, but it does take away the sting of everybody wearing these you know i don't want to I, I i guess kimono is the right word I, again i don't i'm not familiar with my you know my japanese uh clothing but when we see this guy who's wearing just bracingly different attire 
from what everybody else has been wearing. And then when we get to the big city, we see like electric rail cars. We're like, okay. You know, the, even the police officers are wearing modern uniforms. Okay. Okay. That, 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 it takes some of the sting away from it. He still looks like shit, but now it's understandable. Yeah. He was like the first guy in this area to get thriller, like on, on vinyl. And he's just been jamming. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we head to the big city and basically like Tanjiro sits down and gets like a bowl of ramen or something. Udo, some Udon, baby. Yeah. And, uh, with some grated yams. But before we can before we can dive into that, Chris, he catches a, a whiff of the demon that he recognizes the scent from when his family yeah. was slaughtered. It was like the strange scent he couldn't figure it out. Yep. So he heads off into the crowd, and he comes across our boy. Which, by the way, we've talked about this before. His scent is what really sets him apart, and I think that, and I think that you know, the more I'm talking about it, I think Tanjiro might be the character that I'm liking the most. Um, and maybe I just need to talk it out too, Cody. I mean, I'm still not, I'm still not 100 sold, but maybe I just need to talk it out. I love that that's his thing. He just has this crazy, like daredevil esque sense of smell. Yeah. Like if you fart, he knows where you're at. <laughs> yeah, he knows I love like it. who dealt it. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. Um, but yeah, so he, he comes across Muzan Kabutsuji, who's kind of like playing this like disguised role of being like a human. He's got like a wife and a daughter. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, Tanjiro like comes up on him and like grabs him by the shoulder, but like doesn't do anything yet. It's almost like a sense of fear because like this guy, you can tell he's purely like evil. Like the music he's the big shifts, bad. Like that. Oh yeah, like you get he has up close of the eye and you the from Tanjiro. Yeah, like there is clearly like. You know he is he is the shit. He's not like these weak ass mm-hmm. demons we've been fighting before. Um he ain't no bitch. He smells bitch. And so, um like he kinda like let's he doesn't like do anything here. Um but Kibutsuji like swipes the back of like a another guy's neck like just a human dude walking by, like just slashes the really cool. slashes the back of his neck and this guy instantly turns into a demon and like he kinda uses this to mm-hmm. escape and like Tanjiro calls out like you know, I'll never let you escape, blah, 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 gives his old, like, hero. Oh, dude, he is fucking cutting the promo on his ass. Yeah, cutting Just the promo really as he lets him, him walk him... away. <laughs> like, That's right. Like, as Raw goes off the air. Yeah. He's like, I know I just let this happen, but I won't let this happen again. I'll come after this you. This is the last time I'm letting this thing happen. Yeah, but it is a cool scene. Like, it really helps display, like, this is our big bad for now, at least. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, the demon starts going crazy. Ibutsuji escapes with his family. And Tanjiro basically has to hold down this demon. This kind of goes into the next episode as well. Um, mm-hmm. He's holding down this demon. All the secure, all the cops in the area are like, hey, get off that man. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I can't let him go. Otherwise, he'll kill you. Mm-hmm. The whole nine yards. Um, all this gets interrupted by, like, um, like, a bunch of, like, flowers and shit goes flying through the air. And Tanjiro's like, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah, I thought this was kind of cool, too. Yeah, and this is Lady Tamayo, I believe is her name. Yeah, Lady Tamayo. And her companion, Yushiro. Um, basically, they, they get Tanjiro and the demon guy out of there um, and, like, distract the cops. Um, and we're introduced to these two. Um, they're both demons. Um, but they're, like, more human than demons, I would say. Um, they're, like, a 
she's like a doctor and like believes in like human life and like the preservation of it. Um, yeah. Only, only takes blood from like people that are willing to like donate. Uh, and doesn't like take enough that will like cause them harm. Like, yeah, we've got our good demons. Yeah, yeah, these are the good demons. Um, yeah. And like they home, they like provide a house for Anjiro and Nezuko to stay at, using their fancy like art thing. I, I don't know. They like house like you can't get to it through normal means. Like it's like it's like platform nine and three quarters from Harry Potter. Like you just, exactly, just go exactly. with the wall, and then the house will be there. Um, of course, Chris, this is just a, 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 a safe little sanctuary for a little bit here because we got some, we got some demons on the move. They've been sent by Muzan Kibutsuji, Michael Jackson himself. Mm -hmm. And these are supposed to be members of the 12, what are they? The 12, the the 12 Kimosabi. I don't know. It's something weird. They're they're not the nine devils of Kimon. I'll tell you that. Yeah. They're the 12. Fuck. They wish. They're not even a member of the Twelve. Um, yeah. Which is, they wish they were the Nine Devils of Kimon is really what I'm getting at. Our characters sure do act like they are Kizuki. The Kizuki? Oh, yeah, the, the Nine Kizuki, yeah. Twelve Kizuki. Tw- Twelve Kizuki. I got the Nine Devils of Kimon in my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, they get attacked. Um, the girl can throw these like ball things. I don't remember what they're actually called. Mm-hmm. And the other, I think, is it Tamari is what they're called? They're called I believe so. Um, Calamari, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. And then the other guy can, like, do these, like, arrow deflection things. Mm-hmm. Which, like, he, she kicks the balls and then he directs them. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, yeah, it, it's like playing, like, FIFA on rookie difficulty. And, like, you turn the sliders all the way up, so you, every every That's time right. you kick the ball, you score a goal. It's like that. Um, Yes. <laughs> For lack of a, several lacks of a better term. Um, yes. So they attack. They're here to kill Tanjiro on orders of uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, and we get a pretty cool fight scene. This is actually like probably my maybe my favorite fight scene of the show. It's it's very lengthy, and I do like that. Um, the, the stakes on this fight are extremely high. Like these 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 demons are no slouches. I mean, she's kicking these Tamari balls through the house, fucking everything up. Um, going against, of course, not only Tanjiro, but also Kamiyo um, and Yushiro. Mm-hmm. Pretty much is whipping ass, taking names, no big deal. Um, yeah, absolutely. And eventually, it comes down to, is it Nezuko that attacks Yahaba, who is the girl? And then mm-hmm. Tanjiro has to go against Susamaro. Or... Yeah, it is Susamaro. Um, he's getting thrown all over the place by these arrows. <laughs> Nezuko and Yahaba, Yahaba are like just kicking the ball back and forth about a billion fucking times. That's um, right. Um, but eventually, like, with the help of the other two, whatever their fucking names are, there's too many names, dude. Tamayo and Yushiro, they're able to overpower them, decapitate Yahaba, who is the girl. Yes, the girl. Basically, they defeat him. Uh, Tanjiro gets fucked up. But, but this is also up. where we learn that old girl. This is where, this is where we learn that they're not like the thing, and like yeah, they're not it, members it, of the twelve Kizuki. We got fucking. We've been duped again, Chris. We thought we we've been bamboozled yet again. Yeah, and uh, I want to say, 
I'm trying to. It's the girl that mentions. Oh no 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 no! That's what it is. That's what it is. I bet I was trying to remember how this fight played out. Tamio uses like her. She has like a, a spell type thing that she casts that like causes people uh, to tell like her sense. Yeah, like tells her to like basically convinces people to be like truthful, and that causes Yahaba to mention uh, Muzan Kibutsuji's name. Yes, which is apparently the big no-no. Yeah, if you mention his name, like you just fucking implode, basically. Yeah. So I guess, he, I guess unless you're one of the one of the the twelve uh, twelve Kitsuki, Kizuki? you can mention his I think, name. I, I guess. think even then, I don't think you can. I think it's, it's like uh, it's like you know, we've already had platform nine and three quarters. We might as well have Lord Voldemort. Like you don't say his. name. I guess so. Yeah, I think we're just watching Harry Potter here. You're probably right. I, you I can think kind of see to... where they've. They, this is this whole show is just a rip off. That's uh, right. We, we so figured this, it out. We got Ninja Scroll, Naruto, and Harry Potter. That's... So yeah, we've been in the, oh, we've been then, in the uh, wrong. Uh... What's an what's a show where they they like killed their family at the beginning? Punisher, Punisher. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, Punisher's great. So Punisher, then Naruto, and then Ninja Scroll, and now here we are. Uh-huh. We're at Hogwarts, pretty much. Um, this lady's so casting like spells with her vision or with her. I don't. I don't even know what it is. Um, they kill these two brothers or the brother and the sister. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, still wants to go over after Butsuji. Um, but he gets orders to go somewhere else. I don't even remember where it is. And like uh, Ya or her name Tamayo and Yushiro, they offer to like take care of Nezuko while Tanjiro goes off on his adventure, and he's like, nah, sorry, she's coming with me. That's um, right. So then they, they head off on their next mission, and Tanjiro runs into a familiar face, Chris. This is... Uh-huh. Uh, well, let's talk, I'll, the Nitsu Agatsuma is his name. He was one Yeah, of, your boy! One of the four that graduated uh, with Tanjiro. Um, Who, by the way, seemed extremely like how the fuck did I do that kind of, you know? Yeah, he very... He almost reminds me a little bit of Mineta from My Hero. Like, yes. Like, he seems like he's, like, uh, not strong enough to really, like, pull his own weight. But he somehow made uh-huh. it through the, uh, the final... What's it called? The final selection. Uh-huh. And he's basically just begging this girl to marry him on the streets. He's like, leave me alone. And that's where this episode ends. Uh yeah, like again, it's just such a weird fucking cutoff point. <laughs> yeah, this is probably like, one of why the... are we why are we ending anything here? Yeah, why don't we just end when Tanjiro and Nezuko head off on their next mission? Yeah, but you know, it, it's whatever. I guess people are excited to see Zenitsu because apparently he's like the second most popular character in the show, and we're gonna talk about him quite a bit in this next episode. So Tanjiro's like basically separates him from this girl, like leave her alone, and then Zenitsu's crow also shows up, and basically they're put on the same mission. Um, mm-hmm. Zenitsu screams for about, like, the first six or seven minutes of this episode, um, which is why I really hate him as a character, and we're, I mean, we're we're gonna rag on Zenitsu for about the next 20 yes. minutes, so buckle up, folks. Uh, Chris, this is, like, how you didn't like Ninja Ninja in Afro Samurai, this is your ninja ninja. I get it. Oh, this I is it. Definitely. Zenitsu is like every worst anime character, all talking at the same time at max volume. Like he is just dog shit, just absolute oh, dog yes. shit. And you can, I, bro, like this great. episode 
the end of episode 10 is where I was like, what are we doing here? Why, why did we get all anime-y at the end of this? Like, we didn't need this. We were doing good. We were on, we had our next mission, like, and then this guy shows up and just fucking ruins the show. Um, this, this changes the way, I don't know, man, like, just it just changes the way it feels. Like, I don't know, like, the, the comedy feels so forced. Yeah, like, it... it... I don't know. And none of it is funny. Nothing he ever says makes me like go. <laughs> what an I'm idiot! Like, like I was just like, please get off the screen. I don't like you at all. Like, yeah, like, I need you to stop. Please stop. Yeah, and we're not the only ones that think this. There's a lot of people that are just anti Zenitsu, and it's not like we're not hating him because he's popular. We're hating him because his character sucks, and he's just yeah. like loud and annoying for no reason, and like. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, so they head to this this mansion, uh, this Suzumi mansion. Um, yeah. There's some kids outside. They say their brother's been captured. He's inside. Uh, there's clearly demons. Uh, ne- or Kanjiro can smell them. So he leaves Nezuko's box outside with these kids. Uh, they're like, he's like, just protect this box. The box, what's in the box will protect you. Blah blah blah. Um, they go into the mansion. Yep. Sanitsu's freaking out. Uh, the kids follow him because they get scared of what of Nezuko is making noises inside the box. So basically, Tanji, like the two kids are there with him. Uh, Zenitsu freaking out bumps Tanjiro, and Tanjiro and the little girl go into another room, and then we hear this drum go off. And then the room changes, Chris. All right, this drum goes off about twelve thousand times over the next three episodes, and the rooms just keep changing. Oh man, this and, and like this. This is where you know, like I said, I really wanted this to be a monster of the week kind of thing. Yeah, we're not. We don't. I get it. We're fighting a bunch of different monsters, but it's not an. Ep- they're not like they're not resolving things in a single episode, which I think this show would benefit from actually doing that. I don't, and not just cutting it off at a random point in the fight. Yeah, and also not only that, but like these like quote unquote like monsters of the week, like how we usually see on like Cowboy Bebop, usually they have like some kind of depth. Yes. Right? Like Mur- M- Murdoch had some depth, you know, like Mad Perot had a little depth. Like mm-hmm. these these are just demons that suck. Like and they're just there. Like and then really? also we're introduced to um what's his fucking name? I don't even know if we actually find out his name. But his name is Inosuke. He's the guy with the boar's head. Oh yeah, we don't we don't learn his name yet. Okay, I know his name because of Funko Pop, so I'm just gonna refer to him as Inosuke. Um, yeah, that's fine because we just kind of see him locked in a room, and uh, once his nuts finds him and just freaks the fuck out, which is all he does whenever, whenever. What's what's his name begins with a Z? So, Zenitsu. Zenitsu. The, every time he like takes a step, he becomes like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, but like to the millionth degree. He just freaks the fuck out about everything. Yeah, anything, like anything, like oh, the door closed behind him. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so basically, all these like this drum thing keeps happening, and like all these doors and everything keeps changing. Basically, Chris, we get to the point where we have uh, Tanjiro in a room with a demon, with the drum demon. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Zenitsu in a room with some demon with a hung, like almost looks like a ripoff, like from Resident Evil or something like that. Exactly. 
And then also Inosuke. Now, now we've turned into Resident Evil. Gotcha. Inosuke has to go against this like big woman demon who like poses literally zero threat to this guy who's like just charging that in with two swords. So he just slices her apart. Um, Zenitsu like falls asleep from like his shock. I guess I don't even know what caused him to fall asleep. It's almost like he passes out like a little bitch, but then like he becomes somebody else. Yeah, and then he goes, like, badass mode and kills his demon in, like, two seconds. Yeah, and we see he has, a, like, almost like the like the water forms or whatever, the, the water techniques. He has, he's like lightning. Yeah. Like, I'm super cool. Like, why, why is this yeah. not just the character the whole time? Why are we wasting, like, why am I rolling my eyes every time I see this guy? And, like, and then, of course... Yeah, like, don't... He, he snaps, you know, the, the sound clicks, and then he, he's back to being scared of everything. I'm just like... Oh, yeah, and even and he's like he like the kid that he's protecting from this demon. He's like, did you do this? Yeah, did uh, you say this? <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's something. Um, yeah. and of course, little drummer boy, the other demon left, uh, just keeps hitting the drums, and then like Zenitsu and the other kid get thrown outside somehow. I really don't care how this happened. Um, pretty much for the next two two or three episodes, it's just Hanjiro talking in his head. And this drummer demon guy just hitting his drums and like flipping the room and like fucking everything up. Um, yeah, th- this fight's so weird, and you get like a little bit of his backstory, but then just all of a sudden he's dead. Yeah, he used to be a member of the Twelve Kizuki. He's not anymore mm-hmm. because he couldn't eat enough humans, even though he's like eating humans like nonstop. He couldn't meet the quota, I guess. It's what just a, like whatever. Like literally the worst backstory I've ever heard. Like Muzan Kibutsuji kicked him out of the Twelve Kizuki. Because he yeah, like literally, he got kicked. Why he got kicked out was the reason that like company like co- workers go on strike. We need you to eat more humans. Well, I can't fucking eat them any faster. Yeah, it's like man versus food, but like when the guy failed the challenge, like it was yes. like it was this little drummer boy against like eating like yes. thousands of humans, and he's like, "I'm full. <laughs> I can't eat it. Yeah. Like finish your vegetables. Yeah. You don't get any dessert." But like. You didn't Dude, actually. Right. You got two more fucking wings here to pass this challenge. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want any more dessert. You're good. Like <laughs> you're good. Right. Um. But yeah, just a super shitty backstory. And this guy just beats yes. on his drum for a long time, and then Nez- or, and then Andrew goes, "Oh, I have this other water technique. I'll just do that." Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I have a, I have a, a water breathing technique form number seven or whatever. Yeah, it kills the guy. Riptide, typhoon, waterfall, slash of. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty Whatever. sure the entire episode 12 is just the room flipping over and over and, ta- and Tanjiro just falling and being like, dude, my leg's fucked up from the last fight. Please stop. Uh, yeah, it's him just just him just doing this inner monologue while the room is flipping around him until he gets close enough to cut the demon's head off. Yeah, like the, the pacing on these last three episodes, 11, 12, and 13, is really like, weird. Like we're moving like at a cool, like great speed. It's a brisk pace. Yeah, like, everything was going good, and, like, we skipped two years and fucking five minutes, mm-hmm. and I didn't mind it. And now we get to this point, and we're, like, spending three episodes fighting this dude that just hits a drum on his chest. I'm like, just fucking cut his yeah. head off already. Like, yeah, he's dead. He should least, be way dead. At least the two villains that attacked um, when they were in the other town were, like, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, these guys pose a threat. This deserves, you know, two or three episodes. Yes. These villains, I couldn't give a shit less about yeah, uh, and they all die. Um, and then we move outside of episode. So in episode thirteen, 
kills the demon. No one cares. Um, and he walks outside, and there is Zenitsu, like, holding Nezuko's box, like, protecting it, while Inosuke is just kicking the shit out of him. But he's, like, protecting the box. And Inosuke kicks him for literally the entire rest of the episode. Yeah. The rest of the episode it's, it's is just like 20 minutes of showing us like just a quick flashback of how we got to that point and then them just fighting. And that's literally the that's it. It's literally it's not even a fight. Dude, it's 20 minutes it's just Inosuke just kicking Zenitsu and Zenitsu letting go of the box and Tanjiro just standing there like doing uh-huh. nothing and I'm like Oh my God! Just go stop him so we can move on with the show. Right, and the episode ends with him running towards them. Yeah, he does. Like even... he pulls his sword out. <laughs> Chris, I've never like this is the first time in this show where I've like actually been like, just go fucking stop him. Like, and in mm-hmm. the same episode, I'm like, just go cut the demon's head off. Like, quit wasting my fucking time. I don't care. Please. Like, I actually don't care. Like, just mm-hmm. go kick, cut the demon's head off and go find out. Like, go stop. Inosuke from killing Zenitsu. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care. And people might think that this is like showing Zenitsu's character development for how he's protecting this. How he's protecting Nezuko. Yeah. Damn that shit, Sailor. You can fucking scrap that. Like, because <laughs> this is fucking. Like, we have moved to a, from great pacing in the story to just shit and two more shit characters that no one cares about. Zenitsu and Inosuke. We don't even know who Inosuke is. Um, right. He just wants to kill demons. That's what we got out of him. That's pretty much his development. Uh, that's, that's his shtick. He's, he's one-dimensional as shit right now. Yeah, can you please kill Zenitsu and then move on with the fucking show? Um, yeah, that'd be no, nice. No, he kicks him for fucking 20 minutes, and then that's where we're at, Chris. That's where uh, episode 13 comes to an end, is Kanjiro running at Inosuke to stop him from killing Zenitsu. For 20 minutes. 20 yeah. fucking minutes. Oh, oh, and Zenitsu recognizes uh, Inosuke as the fifth survivor of the final selection. Who apparently yes. was there but didn't show himself. Right. Like, yeah. You got it. Sounds great. Sure, dude. <laughs> even the wiki, like, even as I'm reading this, I'm just like, sure. Yeah. You got it. Got it. Yep. Oh, there wasn't four, there was five. Why don't we just have five people standing there? Who fucking cares? Yeah, like, exactly. But that is Demon Slayer. Um, the first 13 episodes. Uh, obviously, fun. the first 10 episodes, very good. I like everything yeah. that was happening here. Uh, and then Zenitsu shows up, and I want to peel my just, eyes just, off. Just, just wrecks the pace of the show at that point. It's almost like they go out of their way to make things last longer just to give him like comedic time. And it's it, unnecessary. It's like watching a stand-up comedian that isn't funny, but like... Oh, they're bombing. They're like, fucking bombing. Yeah, but like they still got the Netflix special. Like, it's like, how? I've watched a Netflix special of like a comedian bomb, and I just kept watching just to watch them bomb even harder, and I was just like, why did they like <sighs> agree to make this the, the special? Like, they made this... Like, the crowd isn't laughing, like... Nobody's No one is laughing, like... <laughs> That's how I feel about Zenitsu. Like, he is just... And I feel like... Dude, he's like my least favorite character in the show. Probably in anime history at this point. Um, but I feel like... For some reason, I have that gut feeling. Kind of like how we did. And like, we're, we know they're going to shit the bed with Cowboy Bebop. I have a yeah, feeling yeah. they're going to have some, like, turnaround moment for Zenitsu. Where I... Like, I start to like him. 
But then he's mm-hmm. gonna go back into his comedic relief thing, and I'm just gonna be like, God damn it! Like you almost, yep. you you almost got me. You almost got me there. Oh, nice try. Um, but yeah, Zenitsu, when he shows up, it's like the whole show just like the pace just stops. It becomes different. It becomes a different show. Yeah, like, and not in a good way. But we'll see. We'll see. The cast of characters is assembling, but I don't like that they're just pulling people out of their ass. Well, yeah, this guy was there, too. They were there the whole fucking time. You didn't run into them during this training. There was only fucking five of you that made it. Well, there was only four, but now there's five. Well, right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, just, you know what? There was actually six. They showed up after everybody left. It was, you know, they were actually inside taking a shit when this happened. (laughs) Like, oh, he didn't. Where's his demon sword? Why does he have two fucking random swords? Like, yeah. How can he kill demons well, you with know, those things? Well, we need some explanation. And maybe we'll get that mm-hmm. in the next couple episodes, but like the fact that they're just like, oh, he was the fifth guy that... Oh yeah, up. he was there the whole time. Yeah, and he... he uh, his mom had to come pick him up. He couldn't stay for... <laughs> That's right. You know, late skate at the skating rink. He had to go... That's he, right. He had to leave during regular hours. Like, it was just... It was like they retconned themselves like 12 episodes in. It was like... Yeah. I wasn't. Somebody forgot to draw him into that episode, but it was too late. It was too late for them to just like Photoshop him in or something. Or like, what? what? We couldn't have just had him be there with his like weird boar head mask and like not say a word to anybody. Nobody's all creeped out. Just put him in the background, or just like put him in the background off to the side where nobody recognizes him. Yeah, you know, and like no one's gonna care. Like we barely know Tanjiro. You think we give a shit about? Zenitsu at this point in time? Like, they're just graduated? Exactly. These are the graduating class? Alright, got it. Sweet. There's four of them, and I'm looking forward to seeing the other two, like, in future episodes, and now you're throwing another one in there just randomly? Sure. Exactly. You're cutting in line. You're cutting in line. There were two other ones that were there, they showed up, and you're putting this fucking jabroni in there in front of them. <laughs> but yeah, that is uh, Demon Slayer. Overall, I did enjoy it. Yeah, um, I, I get, again, I get the hype. I get this. This is... I, I get why it's popular. I have some things that that just don't gel with me, but I'm just an old ass boomer as well. So, you know. Yeah, I think the pros that we can both probably agree on is the animation. Obviously, is fantastic. Top notch. Probably, it's probably the best animated show I've ever. Like, the best animation I've ever seen. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Um, the Beautiful. only one I can even compare it with is like Brotherhood, but Brotherhood's older than this, so it probably just looks way better anyhow. Um, yep. Number two is the music. I think the music's really good. Oh, music! The intro, outro, all excellent. Yeah, all like, excellent music. Absolutely. Yeah. First off, like the music in the actual show, like really sets yeah. the tone. Like when Muzan Kibutsu first shows up. Like, yeah, it has this almost like chanting kind of. The the music's very haunting, and I like that. It fits the tone of the show. Yeah, and then as you mentioned, like the intro. First of all, like just fantastic. This is probably like. Top three mm-hmm. intros I've honestly ever... Maybe, like, top five intro. I, oh, shit. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about more intros. Good. But it's definitely, like, already in my top ten. Um, when it picks yeah, up and gets the going... The just as good, too. Yeah, and the outro's real good, too. I mean, it's no shine from Mr. Big or anything like that. Well, the, nothing nothing will ever be that good. Yeah, nothing will. But this music is fantastic. Um, yep. And I like... I like the characters, except for the... Except for Zenitsu. Like, Andy Noah's case kind of weird right now, but we haven't really had yeah. much... We haven't had much time to see like him quite literally under the mask. Um, Sounds like we all just need more time with the characters. Yeah, so we're going to spend, of course, we got 13 more episodes to go, Chris. We're going to be covering those right. next week on the show. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah, I, I do like Demon Slayer. There's a lot of good stuff here. Um, hopefully Zenitsu will just go away. Um, maybe he can die, Chris, mm-hmm. and that'll be our USJ moment. There you go. That's I know the that, one. That's I what you're that, waiting for. I know that doesn't happen, but like, you know, maybe season two. But maybe. Um, <laughs> maybe, if we're lucky. Yeah, that is Demon Slayer. Overall, I like it. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm on board. I'm on board. I don't know why I'm on board yet, but I am. Hopefully it's, the pacing uh, will pick up. Yeah, like, it's, again, it's not my favorite, but I get it. Yeah, I, I just want the pacing to pick up back to where it was. Not even, It doesn't have to go like breakneck yeah. speed, and let's just get back to where we were. Yeah. Let's not spin just, it. Just really focus in on the monster of the week and really let these characters grow just kind of organically. Don't shove them down our throats, you know? Yeah, and like, let's actually get to the 12 Kizuki. Let's stop having yeah, characters that are like, oh, I'm a member of the Kizuki. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. Oh, sorry, I was just oh, joshing you. But if, but if you say his name, you still die? I, sure. Yeah, I don't get and it. Then it's like, oh, I'm a former Kizuki member. Well, you're pretty much like, like, yeah, you're old news. Like, I don't care. That's right. How are you a member I of want, the Kizuki? I want all, you do is, now. all you do is play on the drums. Like, you were. That's right. You're like you were you're you're, you're like the like Peyton and Eli Manning's third brother, the one that does the real estate. We know you're there, but like we don't care about you right now. Yeah, like not during football season. I want, I want to get to the Kizuki. We better be knocking out some Kizuki this season. I, I don't think we're mm-hmm. cranking out all twelve in the final, you know, thirteen episodes. But we need to at least get to number twelve. But I mean, Ninja Scroll, he was. By a half hour in, we were we were knee deep in them, like right. That's right. Yeah, we 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 were we were seven devils in in like forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, we were fucking flying, and you got thirteen episodes, and you haven't taken out one yet. You you've given one. us the two, like you've given us the jabronis that like like that made us think they were. Yeah, like we're we are ready. For, we are ready for our main course. We've had enough appetizers. Let's. That's right. No more mozzarella sticks. <laughs> I want the. I want the. You know. I want something that's not a mozzarella stick. <laughs> yeah, guys, that is Demon Slayer. Uh, Chris, you got anything else to throw in here before we wrap this cast up? No, um, I'm 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 gonna give it a fair shake this time. Again, it's still I still feel kind of the same way I did about it the first time I watched it. It's gonna take something. They're gonna have to do something to really get me on board. Like otherwise, it's just gonna be a, a show to look at. That's it. Not not one that I care to watch or get involved in, but. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I have I have high hopes. Um, yeah, me too. I've heard nothing but good things. My roommate's been telling me about the second season. You know, no spoilers, but he's like, you know, just keep keep with it. It'll get better. Okay. Um, so there is there is there is some good stuff on the horizon. But uh, that's gonna exactly. do it for us today, guys. On Shonen and Suds, this was what episode seventy four, I believe. Seventy four. We're almost at the uh, we're almost at the seventy uh, fifth, which would clearly being seventy four. That only gives us <laughs> one more one more way we can go. We're next one seventy five. But like, I was trying to think if there was like a uh, like a word that sums up you know the seventy fifth of something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to learn. We'll that's have to good. find out and have it ready for next week. But uh, exactly, I took the long way to get us there. That's right. But well, that's going to do it for us this week, guys. If you guys want to follow the podcast? You can do so on Twitter and Facebook. We're just at Shonen and Suds. You can participate in our votes. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be having a poll in two weeks. Maybe yeah, it might even be next week actually, because we'll do this and then we'll probably do Mugen Train, depending on if we can get Mugen Train or if we have to watch the episodes. We'll. We'll find. We'll, we'll let you guys know next week, and we might have a poll up 
on next week's yeah. episode. Um, just stay tuned. Follow the Twitter. Follow the Facebook. You can vote there uh, for what we watch next. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for today. I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And hopefully everybody has a wonderful holiday. Whatever it is you're celebrating, hope you're enjoying it. Oh, yeah, it's Christmas. Holy shit. Ain't it? Ain't it? Bah humbug indeed. Yeah, happy holidays. Uh, I know Hanukkah's already passed, so happy Hanukkah to everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy Christmas. Whatever you celebrate, happy holidays. Festivus, whatever you got. Festivus, Kwanzaa, whatever it is you do. Do it well and enjoy yourself. <laughs>